Welcome to Northern Latitudes. I'm Bill Alt. Vicki Lantier is the founder of Girl Gone Good, a hiking resource website focusing on southeastern Ontario. But as we talked, we found out there is way more to her story. Welcome to Northern Latitudes, Vicki. Thank you. I'm happy to be here where it came from, and what the main objective of Girl Gone Good is. So Girl Gone Good, it's pretty much in the name. It's focused on doing good for ourselves and our community and nature. I've actually had this website for 10 years now, and it's evolved over time. At first, it was just a blog and a way of sharing my adventures with family. And then I found myself giving a lot of suggestions to friends and family and coworkers on where to hike, uh, where to take their family on the weekends. And I quickly figured out that I could turn this blog <laughs> into something more and put the advice online and then I don't have to repeat myself. And slowly but surely it turned into this beautiful collaborative community where uh, we focus on responsible recreation and nature and paying it forward. And the paying forward part, pretty unique. And you've done, I'm going to say, over $25,000 in donations. How did that start and where is it now? So I only started turning a profit with Girl Gone Good about two years ago. And or a little over two years ago. So what happened was, is I realized that there's no one place for everyone to look for their hiking information. And I thought, maybe I'll write up a list just a little list of, you know, the trails within two hours of Ottawa and I'll create this and I'll put it on a PDF and I'll put it on the website and people could have it for free. Except I realized after having 2000 downloads in 24 hours that it was usually popular and I quickly pulled it off the website because I realized that this is my avenue to pay it forward in life to really focus on philanthropy in a way, which is something I've always wanted to do. So here I got this beautiful resource and I finally have a way to positively contribute to our community. So that's pretty much how that came about. What's the core or is there a core message of Girl Gone Good? There is. We have our our mission of responsible recreation for all persons in nature and a heavy focus on well-being. But we also have our ethos. And if you'll allow me, I'll just state our ethos here. It's, we are guests in nature. Let us care for and protect her as nature's health and our own are connected. We are guests on indigenous lands. Let us seek to understand, respect, and actively advocate. We are guests of land and trail managers. Let us abide by their guidelines and rules. And part of it obviously is coming from a woman's perspective. And you, you've you had a, a career that maybe we'll get into a little later that's not an easy road to hoe for a woman either. So how much of it is about helping women get out? Yeah, uh, we're not entirely female focused, although proud to have a female you know, business, I guess. I'm just proud to be an entrepreneur. I'm not a female entrepreneur, we're just entrepreneurs. <laughs> Let's uh, call a spade a spade. My focus is more on equaling the playing field when it comes to the outdoors. So I believe in inclusivity and accessibility for everyone and that nature really is for all. 
So however we could promote that or advocate that within our community is what we focus in on. Like you said, the charitable donations, we donate 100% of our net proceeds. And sometimes I'll run campaigns like the Good Human Revolution Initiative to focus and encourage trail managers to make inclusive changes to their trails. Tell me about the Good Human Revolution. Uh, so the Good Human Revolution is pretty much exactly uh, the name of it. I just really wanted to put a name to our efforts, um, especially our charitable contributions, and then add a little more advocacy to it. So great that we donate 100% of our net proceeds, and mostly that gets split between mental health and conservation charities. But maybe we could set aside a percentage as well and if any trail managers have future inclusive changes that they want to make, like developing a visually impaired trail or creating ramp access or reducing trip hazards or um, having an Indigenous storyboard within along the trail, there are so many things that we can do. Well, if they want that, they could tell me about it and I will donate that portion of the proceeds to them to make those changes. You've written one book. According to my notes, you're writing a second one for this year called Life by a Thousand Little Cuts. Perhaps. It's a working title. Um, there's a few titles that I'm working with there. So, <laughs> you know, it's quite fun. Um, we'll see what the publishers <laughs> have to say about it when it gets to that point. So I have the one book that's out, which is just over 200 hiking trails within two hours of Ottawa divided by county. And that book is pretty much a large trail checklist for everyone in the Ottawa area so that they discover that there's more than the three trails that everybody keeps returning to. Um, and this is to really spread people out. And it's also to encourage tourism within the counties, which is uh, needed after the two seasons that we've just had. Right. So that's book number one. And I sell that primarily um, to contribute to the charities. The book I'm working on now is more of a personal endeavor as I work towards a career in writing and public speaking. And that one is more about my life and my lived experiences. 14-year veteran of the Canadian Forces, you're a master corporal when you, when you left. How, and I mean, you went in young, you were 19, correct? Uh, yeah, I joined actually when I was 18. Yeah. 18. So you, you were in there in your very, very much so in your formative years. Yes. How is it related to what you're doing now? And what has, what did you gain from your experience of the military? And it's a little bit different for everybody. Absolutely. And I recognize that it's, it's different from anyone I have to say that through its ups and downs, I pretty much had the best career that anyone could ask for in the military. And I left happy and I left cognizant that I didn't want to stay in where my whole life would end up being the military. And I leave upset or negative or cranky at the end, which I've seen in the old days, uh, some of that generation before me do. Right. So, I left at 14 years after having all these incredible experiences and um, tried to make it on my own, which was a huge serving of humble pie, because I don't think you realize how much the structure of the military helps you until you don't have that structure anymore. 
And that is, that flows into why Girl Gone Good has turned into this thriving community because I needed a community again. So if I, after getting out of the military, if I couldn't find my people, well, then I would create a space and have people come to me. And part of that is the, I guess we'll call it the therapeutic value of a community. How much of, how much of being in nature for you is about the therapeutic value of it? I I think being in nature, well, science backs it up. Being in nature is universally advantageous for everybody's mental health. Um, It's the foundation, I think, of my therapeutic (laughs) exercises. Just being, and I, sorry, I'm tripping on my words, but really what I want to say is that I do the bulk of my immersion in nature by myself. Some people call it going to church. Some people call it, you know, forest bathing. You could call it whatever you want. It is just a deep connection and time for you to listen to yourself and nature. And that really balances out the noise of real life. You started doing this when? I was not an outdoorsy person as a child at all. (laughs) So I can't say it started there. Maybe in the military, which gives you that confidence to go out on your own or try new things. Mm-hmm. And then I started traveling on my own and realizing that maybe I could hike mountains on my own. And I think it it just simply progressed from there. And you, when it does progress from there and it's progressed into Girl Gone Good, where do you think it's going to take you in the future? I want it to not be everything to everyone. I want it to be very focused on our immediate community. I want it to be a safe place for everyone to seek out resources. I want it to be collaborative over competition. I like promoting other people who do the same thing as I do and leveraging each other's resources. And I just want the community to stay, to be inclusive, promote each other. You have a quote, I think it's on Girl Gone Good from Brene Brown. I'm not here to be right. I'm here to get it right. (laughs) She's very famous for saying those words. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a personal ethos for you? Is that that in all walks of life, not just Girl Gone Good? Yeah, I think that resonates with most people who strive to have enough self-awareness and awareness of others that we're going to sometimes say or do the wrong thing or in business you're going to say or do the wrong thing Um, but the point is to keep trying and keep yourself open to rethinking and growing and learning and being open to other perspectives nice your new book you said it was touching on your personal your personal stuff was nature a part of that healing process if you could tell your 12-year-old self something about where you are now and how you got there, what would you tell your 12-year-old self? I don't think I'd tell her anything. If I told her something, I wouldn't make the epic mistakes that I made in life, which get me to where I am today. I am a master at making mistakes and failing and doing these big epic goof up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's part of what makes life grand. So Vicky says it's okay to make mistakes. I do I do? I say it's preferable to make mistakes in life for sure. <laughs> Otherwise, we're operating in this confining way, and I don't think we're allowing ourselves to experience everything. What's one mistake that you've made that you think was the greatest lesson? My biggest mistake at this stage of life in the last 10 years is not front-loading myself and my well-being before responding to the well-being or expectations of society and others. And that by far is my biggest life lesson and the lesson that I have to continue to relearn. When you when you did learn that it's important for the balance of people like you who, you know, you give generously, you work hard for other people, and you've done it probably your entire life. People don't go into the military at 18 without some sort of sense of giving to their country or giving to their community around them. But it is a very much an unbalanced thing usually for yeah. many. As you've learned to balance that, what have you adjusted on a daily basis to, to get that balance? Yeah, I set really strong boundaries. Um, so it's almost going back to like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? When you reach the state of overwhelm and I'm giving more than I'm taking the time to refuel myself. And I recognize those yellow flags, right? I'm anxious all the time. I'm not sleeping at night. I'm reacting too fast to things. Maybe I'm spending inconsistently. I really have to bring everything back to those basic needs again. So I'm saying no to all collaborations. I'm saying no to extra work. I'm saying no to socials with friends. And I'm going to make sure that my core needs are being met. I'm going to meditate every day. I'm going to make sure my house is a nice, healthy environment. I'm going to eat the right things and drink water and maybe lay off the coffee for a few days. <laughs> oh, that's not happening. <laughs> The key is to lessen that busyness. Like Girl Going Good used to do everything for everyone. And at some points I was answering these messages on social media where people would be on a trail and they'd say, hey, Vicki, do I turn left or right at this tree? But that was my fault because I did not sound the, set the boundary that I wasn't accessible 24 seven. I was always responding to the messages. I was always giving out resources. So now we've, kind of set those boundaries in place. I will not be everything to everyone. I could respond during these hours. Here are my set resources. I have learned to say no politely and refocus it into promoting their own autonomy in nature. You don't need me to go out for a group hike with you, but I can show you fabulous resources so that you be can become a, a more skilled and more savvy hiker. So let's go that route instead of the depending on route. The simplest piece of advice you can give for somebody that's looking to hike the trails of Eastern Ontario. Besides, go to your website and look at your marvelous resources because they are really good. I, I do have a lot of resources on there. You do. <laughs> the simplest advice would be go with a friend try an inner city trail before you try county trails buff up your skills and don't be afraid to be adventurous vicky lantier is the founder of girl gone good and that's it for episode 11 
Thanks to producer Sarah Simpson and social media director Alina Simpson for their help this week. Our theme music and sound logo are by Titan Sound, John Sanfilippo. Make sure to tell a friend about the podcast and send them over to the podcast page at northernlatitudes.ca. I'm Bill Alt. Find your way to Northern Latitudes. Northern Latitudes.